Hello there, how's everybody doing today? Myself, I'm doing just great. It's been a while. Um, been a little while since I did the Alcoholic Chronicles. Um, just so busy doing other things with uh, my other businesses and uh, trying to stay real busy. Anyway, this is the Alcoholic Chronicles with your host, Furious White. Or Darius or Derry. <laughs> uh, my radio... Uh, Handle is furious, and uh, I should have started right from the beginning. I mean, I don't know if I want to start right from the beginning, but uh, from when I started, I don't know. I, I was boozing heavy, you know, pretty much uh, for a long time, and uh, did a lot of crazy shit. And uh, I should have started from the beginning, and uh, I just. Uh, didn't really include all of the stuff about myself and I uh, figured I'd talk about myself a little bit today and then I'll, maybe I'll share a memory or, or two, who knows we'll see how long this goes I'm trying to get better at this uh, podcasting so um, this is different I mean, uh, it's the same as radio but uh, I don't get to say shit, fuck, ass or anything like that <laughs> So, uh, and I'm, I swear pretty good I'm, a, I, I, <laughs> I'm pretty good I'm a good, pretty good swearer <laughs> or cuss cusser <laughs> sound real intelligent there um but uh you know i'm a native american from uh upstate new york and aquasasne everybody that knows me um i'm uh i'd like to say i'm pretty well known around here and uh i'm in everybody's ear um i'm on the radio here on skoda in 107 and uh i'm on a podcast here with yous and um we're doing an app on Skoden also. So I'm, I'm kind of trying to be everywhere. Plus, I own a restaurant. Um, I'm a chef, uh, certified chef, and uh, love to create and love to do. Love to just create in uh, any artistic. I can't draw. I cannot draw to save my life. But uh, I like to perform, and uh, I have a really good time doing it, and it's very rewarding. And. Uh, you know, that's a little bit of my background and my professional life. I uh, went to school for uh, broadcasting in Fort Lauderdale, um, geez, 20-some years ago, maybe 2021. 20, and, uh, you know, you carry your alcoholism everywhere, and I'm not afraid to talk about my alcoholic, uh, my alcoholism. It's uh, runs rampant through my family they say it's inherited but I, th- I honestly think it's it's a decision in your own mind and uh i just uh, i've had a lot of crazy shit go on when i'm partying you know it, it gets me uh, i mean it just uh the i don't fuck attitude you know and uh that's that's what i um i enjoyed about drinking is uh just you don't give a shit and i still don't give a shit <laughs> i mean uh, i'm putting myself out there online and uh just to tell my stories and uh i've always had a special place for that storytelling and uh that's why i wanted to do this i've been meaning to do this for years and years and uh i've been on the radio for ah, geez, i've had a microphone in front of me for since middle school sixth grade i think and uh i've always been involved with uh, speaking and doing things in front of a microphone emceeing lacrosse games and 
Uh, I started out in middle school doing the high school uh, middle school announcements, and it just carried over into my my life. And I think that's what I always wanted to do was become a broadcaster, radio broadcaster. It was always a big thing. Plus, I love music. It's just uh, it's just what drives me these days, and uh, it's good medicine, as I always say. And uh, I love it. And uh, like I said, I'm a chef, and uh, I believe strongly that a good meal revolves around good music and uh, gives you the vibes to put into that that meal you're creating. And uh, I think it has a lot to do. Everything ties together in that circle, and uh, it's just good stuff. But uh. You know, I'm Native American. I come from Akwazasne, and I'm uh, 45 years old, and I'm getting up there in age and midlife crisis and all that good stuff. <laughs> uh, people say I'm not old, but uh, I feel it these days <laughs> from all the crazy shit that I've done. But like I said, I come from Akwazasne. I'm Native American, and uh, like I, I, I don't really ha- don't think it has anything to do with m- me and my stories and my I'm proud of who I am I'm very proud to be Ungwehua and uh, very proud that. but uh, the alcoholism and all that I don't think that has anything to do with being Native American you hear so many stereotypical things about Native Americans and alcoholism um, I, I strongly just uh, you're a man like me I'm, I'm a man man <laughs> you know I just you make decisions in your life and it's your decision it doesn't matter what race you are or what uh, happened to you you know you make that there's a lot of um, post-traumatic syndrome that happens in people's lives and yes alcohol helps numb that stuff and um, but you make that decision in your own self that's that's what I think anyway it's just my opinion it's it's up to you to make the right decisions and um, on how you're going to deal with everything. And sure, alcohol is a is a gate, you know, is a easy gate to open, and and it does numb, and you don't feel, and you think you're having fun, but uh, you know, but that's the decisions you make in life, and uh, it goes to needless to say that it's in everyone, every man, every woman. Um, some people deal with it in different ways and alcoholism helps that and uh, alcohol helps that and uh, I don't know if it helps it or if it uh, I know it numbs it that's that's for sure so you don't want to deal with it and you turn to the bottle but that's just a little something on my opinion in alcohol and I I honestly don't regret um, drinking Maybe maybe I regret the excess the access the excess that I've had that uh, I drink too much you know but uh, I love to drink and as like any alcoholic will tell you <laughs> it's nice to it's it's I love to drink man <laughs> and uh, as many people do but uh, I did take it to the limits and uh, I'm paying for it now but. Uh, I did like the drink. I had a good time. And uh, I wouldn't trade it. I wouldn't change anything. Like I said, just maybe the, the amount I drink. But uh, I did love to drink. And uh, it's taken me places. And I've done things that I'm not proud of. I've done things that I am proud of. 
and that I normally wouldn't do have done drinking you know like um, are sober and uh just uh it's taken me to concerts it's ta- you know like um I don't have a dr- the the attitude and a drive when I'm not drinking to go now I do I mean I've learned how to do it you know I've learned how to um I've grown such a passion for music and um that I don't care there's uh, just something I got to do it's got it's taken me the music has taken me places not the booze and uh the booze has just been a a crutch to help me deal with people and open up and <laughs> just do things that I normally wouldn't I guess <laughs> the story of everybody yeah but I've uh done a lot of crazy shit as I sit here and ponder about it and uh anyway so that's just a little bit about myself and the alcoholic and me and drinking and partying and having good times and like I said, it's been it's been a ride, man. <laughs> I don't drink anymore, and uh, I'm sober. And it's been uh, coming up, but be a year in January on January eighth, Elvis's birthday. I sobered up. It was my last drink. Uh, I was in the hospital, so I ended up uh, in the hospital due to my drinking, and uh, it's uh, sobered me right up again. I've had stints where I've been sober and fell back and thinking you can deal with it. And it doesn't happen. But um, it happens. And uh, that's life, man. We make the decisions and life happens when you make those decisions. Right or wrong. So, uh, oh, I don't know. But when I was 18, though, there was a... Let's see. Yeah, I was 18. I had just turned 18. This is This is a... This is kind of crazy. I t- it was a month into my 18th birthday, and I've never really been in too much trouble with the law. This, and you know, and uh, I was drinking, and it was a month after my 18th birthday. I was like, "Well, I can get into the bars in Canada now. Why not?" Right? So I, s- I start drinking, and uh, we, my buddies, called me up, and they're like, "Hey, man, let's let's go to the bar," you know. And, my buddy's a little younger than I am, and the other buddy that I was with is older than me, but uh, there was one younger, so he wasn't even of age to be in the bar, and uh, I was I was 18, we went to Cornwall, to drinking, the age limit's uh, 19 over there, <clears throat> and uh, we went to um, a local bar over there, and uh, we started drinking pretty good, and we were pretty, pretty loaded, man, and uh, we were we were gonna drive, but uh, you know we're thinking, well, we better not. We'll just take a cab. So we took the cab and we got to the bar. And we were having a good old time as usual and just killing beers and shots and getting nice and loaded. And then uh, you you know the other drugs kick in. Now you want to have some more fun and you want to get into it and get into the the drugs a little bit. And that's the turn that we took in. So we were trying to get home, and uh, we decided, oh, what the hell, let's let's uh, get a cab, you know, so we get that cab home also, and we jump in, and uh, the three of us, we jump in the back seat of the cab, and we're driving home, and we're driving, and I'm, I'm pretty juiced, and I'm about to pass out, and I was going to, I'm supposed to be going home, and uh, so I was going to get dropped off at home before 
the cab even got to the destination where they were going and um we uh get in and my three two buddies are sitting there beside me and i'm kind of in and out passing out one of them jumps in the front seat and I didn't think anything of it. I was like, maybe it was just crowded. So he jumped in the front seat with the cab driver. And we're uh, driving, and my buddy's eyeballing him. And I'm like, holy, what the hell's going on? So I, I end up passing out anyway. We go through the customs, and we get through the border, and we're driving, and I had dozed off. And I'm saying, oh, I wake up, and we're past my road. I was like, ah, oh, shit. I'm like, damn it, man. I'm going to... I'll just sleep at my sister's, you know, and I was gonna hang out there and pass out over there and Didn't know why we were taking all these roads. I didn't know the, you know, I don't know what the hell was going on and I was fucking out of it So we're driving around driving around and Just taking odd roads and I'm wondering why and So we get up the we get up the we're driving up the hill we get to the destination and uh, I'll send the cab drops and uh, stops and uh Wondering what the hell. I'm like, why are we here? Why don't we just go to the house? And uh, they're just like, shut up. So I be quiet. And all of a sudden, my buddy jumps over and starts pounding on the cab driver. Beating the living shit out of him. I mean, just, just fucking beating him. And uh, I'm just in shock on what the hell's going on. And you now I've never really been a violent... I've never been a violent person. And never meant to be a bad person. And... Uh, this poor cab driver is getting beat and by my buddy and he's pounding on him and, and he's jumping straight up and uh, both feet right on this poor guy's head and, and uh, he's just beat the fuck up and uh, I see a car coming and, and uh, I see lights and I'm like there's a car coming so you know we could to get them the hell away I'm, I'm like let's get the hell out of here so we all take off running down the hill and we're running and <laughs> me i'm a fat <laughs> fat guy so i'm trying to keep up with them and i'm going down this very steep hill and i'm running and i'm running and all of a sudden i can't catch up to my feet <laughs> and all of a sudden i tumble down the goddamn hill i pass both of them they're running and I'm, i i tumble by them fucking ass over tea kettle <laughs> Right by them, and they're laughing at me. And then uh, we jump up, and I'm running around this house, and there's a uh, satellite dish on the ground, and I didn't see it. And fucking, I uh, run into it and wipe out and fall right into it. It's just laying there, right? So I'm, I roll into it, and I'm laying there. It felt like a fucking Cheerio in a fucking cereal bowl. <laughs> it's a big satellite, the most big satellite dishes from way back in the day, and. Uh, jump up and I'm like what the fuck's going on and you fucking guys what the hell uh, apparently we were trying to get money I didn't even know what the hell was going on so we jump in my buddy's car and we take off and we drive by the guy and the poor guy is sitting in a pool of blood and, you know and uh, I'm just thinking what the fuck did we just do and then we get down the hill and we're all talking about it. I'm like, you fucking realize you beat the shit out of somebody and might have almost killed them for fucking, for nothing, for nothing, you know? I, trying to rob them, I guess, and fucking, it was bullshit. And I was really, really upset about it. And um, 
I'm like, these guys got to take me the fuck home. I got to get out of here. I says, drop me off at my sister's, man. So that's what they did. They dropped me off. And uh, I'm like, holy fuck. And there was cops everywhere. You could see the lights. You could hear the sirens throughout the village. And I'm just like, fucking crazy shit, man. I pass out. Next morning, we're all over the fucking news on the TV. Cab driver attacked. And I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I mean, I, I knew what was going on, but uh, it was like fucking insane. I didn't know there was severity of this situation, and it was uh, crazy, crazy shit. And uh, we were all over the news, uh, the local news, and fucking CTV. Well, that is the little TV station through Canada, so they they blew it right up. And uh, they we were they were hunting for us for a while, and. Didn't take long though. They got my buddy that really did the the damage, and uh, they picked him up because the customs officer recognized him right away, apparently. But they didn't get a good look at me and my other buddy. And uh, anyway, so they got him, the one that really perpetrated it and really put the hurt into him, you know. And uh, I, uh, well, I'm fucking pretty scared. <laughs> Needless to say, you know, I'm all over the news. I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. So we go on the run, and uh, my sister shows up. My other sister shows up at my sister's where I'm passed out, and she's like, "What the hell did you do?" And I, I didn't. I, I'm like, I fucking my eyes were bulging out of my head, and I'm like, "Fucking uh, man, I didn't know. I didn't know." And then she's like, "She was just kidding. She didn't even know it was us." And fucking, I let it right out of the bag because I was rushed right to fuck out, man. And. uh she fucking she's like if there's any any evidence on you you better uh, (laughs) wash it off and whatever you know fucking I was rushed out so they got me out of there and I went back to my mom's on the American side and hung out here and kind of laid low to see what was going to happen and then I guess they end up picking they end up picking my buddy up and and they, they turned it around and uh, he had pled guilty to it. He admitted to it and was going to do some time. And they got him, you know. So, so with what they were doing, the cops here, they were, they were using him, saying, you know, you, you, we already got you. Why, why are you going to let them go get away free when he knows that we didn't do anything? And uh, but the cops manipulated him because we were young, and they got it in his head. Why, why should you do all the time? And while they run around free so next thing you know they're playing good cop bad cop with us and cops show up at my house and found out he found out everything and then um he says well you you did it too and i was like i never touched him man i said i was there but i never touched him i said no fucking way i says i would never hurt anybody like that and uh but they they insisted on trying to get us in the same uh charge as the one my one friend and uh i'm not mentioning names because i mean but if you know the story which everybody probably does around here from years ago and and uh but anyway yeah so like i was scared shitless and the cops were they were really fucking being dicks and trying to get him to say that we helped him and really helped him and did it and all this and my other buddy, he was being questioned in the same, and he came here. He was like, hey, man, fucking, I just got up. 
I just came from the cops and they're saying you said this about me. I says I didn't say nothing, man. I says I wouldn't. I says that's bullshit. I says nobody. I says he was here once and I never mentioned anything. And I just kind of shook my head and I said that's bullshit. So he went and spoke with him and then and then he came turned around and came right back here the cop. He came after he spoke with him came here and said the same exact thing that I used that he said that I said that he said you know and trying to get us to play against each other and I was like you're so full of fucking shit man I says you fucking we're just down there you're fucking I know you didn't he didn't say that so fuck you and that's that's exactly what I said and I was like fuck that I says and he says well you got to turn yourself in I says I ain't turning myself in because I didn't do nothing and I don't fucking like you like yous and I don't trust yous so I said I don't trust yous at all I says you just tried to fucking say he said this and you're trying to play us against each other fuck that that's real good cop uh, good copping <laughs> but uh I went on the run for shit almost uh I think almost a year I was dodging the cops and of course my drinking got me caught I was trying to stay out of Canada and not get caught but of course you know that living right on the border that's kind of hard to do and especially when you don't have the customs um in certain areas uh, that there's no border and uh anywho i was you know i was on the run for a long time and uh after a year i got caught then i was being dragged out for another year and i thought i was i thought i was gonna do some serious time and i pled guilty to uh uh, robbery without violence which uh, was a five year I think I got five years probation at the time my other buddy did I think three years in Bardo and that was a that's that's a pretty fucking serious jail man that's Montreal I feel for him you know and I uh, felt sorry for him at first and then fucking just uh, you know you do the crime you do the time and uh, I did my five years probation uh, you know, I'm laying everything out there, and I'm talking about this stuff. You know, it's, it's just, uh, just the crazy shit you do that drinking happen to be involved, and in, or if I wouldn't have gone out drinking, there's the decision making, right? The you know, he, the decision to go out and party, uh, to have drinks, wouldn't I wouldn't put put in that position, and I wouldn't be there. So those are the the choices you make in life that could make or break you, and. uh I almost let it, um, almost, almost let it break me, you know, and, uh, I down. I thought I was going to jail, I thought I was definitely done, I ended up getting caught in the back of my, uh, one of my friends, we were out juicing, and they got me down at the point, this was a, where we all hung out, we all parked and parked cars and hung out and partied, and it was a church parking lot, man, it's a pretty famous place around here, <laughs> but, uh, they uh, they got us there. They got me there. Uh, I was sitting there. The cops come flying in, draw, uh, guns drawn. I jumped in my buddy's back seat and I was trying to hide. And they pulled the pulled the guns out. And my buddy tried to intervene and say, you know, hey, hey, you know, not here. It's fucking ain't the time. The cops pu- pulled the gun on him. And fucking, he's like, hey man, fuck that. He says, he says, uh, I like him, but not that much. <laughs> so they fucking. Uh, grabbed me took me down and i ended up in uh valley field jail 
for two weeks. I was there until I, I got out. I uh, faced the crown, they call it over there. Not the judge, the crown. So I went in front of the crown and they let me out in my mother's recognizance. Christ, I was uh, 18 years old. I had just turned of age and I got in fucking trouble. Fucking talk about an eye opener. Then I was on a, you know, to run for almost a year and it was a pretty crazy crazy shit then i was being dragged out so i didn't know what was going to happen i thought i was going to jail i definitely thought i was going to end up in the can or in bardo and was scared shitless as a young 18 year old fucking kid and uh so i got caught and i was living fucking trying to live my life like it was no tomorrow because i was going to end up in jail so you know i ended up going to concerts and doing all this stuff in that summer and but meanwhile, um, I, they had sentenced, uh, I got, you know, um, I got um, arraigned and charged and I pled guilty, I pled it down and I ended up with public uh, public uh, service for, um, for the incident. And um, I was uh, doing, I uh, got the job cleaning fucking radio station i used it uh, to my advantage to get myself in trouble so i got the opportunity to clean a radio station uh cko.n here on the res and uh i was just cleaning the basement as a public service as a what do you call it there anyway that was my sentence i had to help out in the community so I, you know that was cool and uh that was um you know i got to work with the radio and i turned it around and i ended up on air and then after that there was no looking back i was on the radio within probably five months so i was think i was i was the midnight man <laughs> playing rock and roll back in the day uh, dj furious was born at 18 years old <laughs> and then uh I, yeah i turned it around became a radio host for i did that for i was there i think five years six years and then uh i ended up back on the radio or i went back to school yeah i went back to school and i uh well i was fed up down there i did that for five years and i turned it around and i was doing lacrosse um emceeing lacrosse uh i do the announcing for the emceeing for the the games and i really enjoy that uh, i really had fun doing that but that's uh that was the story of uh, one night just to change shit in your life around you know <laughs> really throw a throw life at you pretty quick on uh, one small decision and uh one bad decision and life happens like that but do you make the best of uh what life throws at you and you gotta keep moving forward don't give up you know and that's what i uh, did not do i didn't give up i used it to my advantage and uh tried to make a good thing out of a bad thing and uh you know still feel bad for that guy that they got beat up and was hurt and probably never the same shit i don't even haven't thought about his thought about him in a while and last night i was thinking about it i says i'm gonna tell this story you know it's a uh, it's a major turning point in my life back then that when this happened so um I mean, there's a lot of stories and a lot of bullshit and a lot of craziness in between then and, and now. And uh, I'm going to keep on sharing and I hope you um, enjoy the stories, man. Um, some will be serious. Some will be a little more crazy, a little less crazy. Just 
some funny shit, you know, like, I find that story funny and serious at the same time, it's funny because I turned it into a positive, you, um, I always uh, think of, uh, uh, I grew up watching Rocky, right, and, uh, it's not how, it's not how hard life hits, it's how, how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward, I remember, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll never forget that, you know, I grew up watching Rocky, so I'm a huge Rocky fan and uh, Sylvester Stallone. Just that movie was uh, something else. I grew up with it, so it sticks with me. You know, you just got to keep moving forward, and that's what uh, life is about. So uh, that does it for the Alcoholic Chronicles with uh, your host, Furious White. And uh, I hope you enjoy it. And, uh, you know, I'll catch you next time on the next episode of the Alcoholic Chronicles. Rock and roll, food is medicine, and so is the music. Keep on keeping on, as Joe Dirt would say. <laughs> I'm going to get you out here.